If you're curious to engage with a lot of the topics we explore on the podcast in more creative and embodied ways, we welcome you to join us in Alchemize, our 10-week audio-based program of daily imagination practices intended to disrupt status quo ways of thinking, sensing, relating, and being. To be honest, without any grant support for our show right now, and we did just get turned down by several mainstream environmentalism philanthropies, this program and our Patreon are our primary means of supporting our labor for these free podcasts right now. We really want to remain untethered to corporate interests, and every small contribution to our Patreon or enrollment in our program Alchemize helps to ensure that we can continue producing these vital conversations that feature voices and perspectives often sidelined from mainstream media. So if you value our work and want to dive deeper with us, join us in Alchemize today at greendreamer.com slash alchemize and join our Patreon starting at just $3 at patreon.com slash greendreamer. Thank you so, so much for however you were able to support our work during these critical times. We are so deeply grateful. Hey, it's Kamea Shane, and this is Green Dreamer, a podcast for creatives, visionaries, and entrepreneurs dreaming of a sustainable future. Thank you for bringing your light. If you haven't already, make sure to hit subscribe, and together, let's learn what it takes to thrive in every sense of the word. Hey, I'm so grateful that you're here. I hope you're doing well. This is a Bloom Tuesday mini episode on Green Dreamer Podcast. And in case you haven't heard yet, to thank you for being here, we're going to be giving away a gift card to one winner every month, randomly chosen from our newsletter subscribers, because, well, we need to have your contact information in order to let you know if you win. These gift cards will, of course, be for sustainability-driven brands and retailers so that we can keep supporting people and brands doing amazing things in this space. To enter for a chance to win, just head to greendreamer.com and sign up for our weekly newsletter. And now to today's Bloom Tuesday. I want to share with you five things that I've learned from our past guests in terms of how we can more effectively inspire positive change in ourselves and in other people and to get people to care. Because to live more sustainably and to live more healthily does require us to rethink the ways that we have been going about life and then making ongoing positive changes depending on what we feel like would help the each of us. And it's tough because by default, we don't like change, and we certainly don't like it when other people tell us to change, which means that adopting any long-term change in our habits or decision-making can be really difficult, and also trying to get other people to care and change based on what we think or hope happens in the name of sustainability, that can be extremely difficult as well. But there are things we can do and approaches that we can take to better communicate our messages to be more effective in uh, inspiring any sort of positive action for health and sustainability. So here we go. The first thing is engage and come from a place of service. Instead of walking into a room or meeting someone for the first time and just telling people what to do, what to think, what to care about based on what we know, we have to first earn their respect engage with them, get to know them, ask questions, and yeah, get to know people as who they are. At the end of the day, it really, really, really is simple. It's not difficult. People listen to other people that they respect. 
And if you understand how you live your life and the people that you listen to, it makes perfect sense. That was Leah Segedy on episode three. You can tune into that episode to learn more from her. I think that sometimes some leaders operate only on good intentions and they, they forget the inclusiveness in that. So good intentions is great, but you also have to be inclusive. I've seen many times companies said, you know, maybe they'll watch something in the news like, oh, I'm going to change. I'm going to, my company's going to be different. I'm going to do something. They write up a brief and then the next morning they're saying something, but then they missed out on, on how tone deaf that could sound to a certain group of people. It's the lack of listening. That was from Tyle Roxon, also from a past interview. And here's a quote from Stanford Social Innovation Review on the science of what makes people care. Quote, research from multiple disciplines tells us that people engage and consume information that affirms their identities and aligns with their deeply held values and worldview and avoid or reject information that challenges or threatens them. This requires advocates to move beyond a focus on building and disseminating a message to stepping into the world of their target community. Think of communication less as a megaphone and more as a gift to your audience. End quote. This really reiterates this point is that we have to come from a place of service. And in order to do that, we have to first learn what people love, what people already value and care about. For example, if I know that someone is a fitness junkie and I'm hoping to inspire this person to, you know, eat less meat and not eat meat in every single meal, I can share some highly respected fitness gurus who eat a lot of plant protein. Or if I know that someone loves exploring national parks and forests, I can talk about how looking for FSC certifications can help to ensure that our consumer products come from sustainably managed forests, or that looking for palm oil free can help to ensure that our products don't contribute to deforestation in Southeast Asia because the forests, the tropical rainforests there are absolutely beautiful, and it would be amazing to be able to explore these forests one day. I mean, of course, these are just very simple examples, but just something to keep in mind. You know, rather than standing on a soapbox preaching a message, it can be much more powerful for us to really engage in meaningful conversations with people to show that we actually care about them and want to understand them as who they are, uh, get to know what they want, what they value, and to help them accomplish their goals in a way that could also benefit their health and sustainability. So again, come from a place of service to genuinely help people. The second thing I learned is that taking on a positive approach to inspiring change can be more effective than guilting or shaming ourselves or other people. There, there was a study that recently came out, and I linked to it on one of my most recent um, weekend reading roundups, where they showed that to get people to be more eco-friendly, you need to evoke pride instead of guilt. Like, I don't think this guilting thing has worked for anyone ever. I don't think it works for anything, for sustainability, for being living a healthy life, for being mentally, like, sound. That was from Alden Wicker. The negative approach, you know, if you just think back and you learn through psychology, it doesn't necessarily help people feel welcome and it doesn't help people feel 
like they want to take action. This industry can be really frustrating and you can be upset about it because there's all kinds of messes going on. But at the same time, like if we want to get further faster, I think we have to keep that kind of um, optimistic approach to the start of the conversation, especially for people that are just getting interested in it and want to learn more. I mean, I don't want to shut them down. I want them to feel like they can be part of the conversation and join the community and gradually learn more. And that was from Kestrel Jenkins, also on Green Dreamer Podcast. I'll have links to these episodes where they talk about these things in the show notes. So you can head to greendreamer.com slash 54 to uh, refer back to these particular episodes so you can learn directly from people that I'm quoting here. And for now, to reiterate taking a positive approach, here's a quote from the article, The Science of What Makes People Care. Quote, Research tells us that people are really good at avoiding information for three reasons. It makes them feel bad, it obligates them to do something they don't want to do, or it threatens their identity, values, and worldview. End quote. On the flip side, people are attracted to pleasant emotions, which is not surprising at all. So for example, people love feeling a sense of awe, or people love feeling proud about what they're doing. So here's also from the article, quote, researchers have found that people anticipating feeling pride in helping the environment were more likely to take positive action than those anticipating guilt for having failed to do so, end quote. Of course, different approaches might work better or worse for different people, but for the most part, staying positive and encouraging in our approaches, really celebrating all the things that uh, people do get to do, even if it's the tiniest things, just, you know, acknowledging them for that can ultimately help people to feel prideful and more confident in their abilities to keep going with that. And it'd be the same thing for ourselves. If we're trying to motivate ourselves into adopting a new habit, because adopting long-lasting habits is extremely difficult. So for us, what this means is celebrating every positive little thing that we do is much more effective than feeling guilty and feeling bad about things that we don't do, which is why it's just so important for us to acknowledge ourselves for every baby action that we take. So be gracious with yourself, Green Dreamer. Think about all the little things that you have done and then take it a little bit further and then feel proud about taking that extra little step forward. The third thing that can help us to inspire change in others is to just lead by example. Every time I go to the grocery store with my jars and totes to buy in bulk, every time I go to the coffee shop with my mug, um, I have the power to inspire other people to achieve zero waste. That was from Bea Johnson in episode two. So just by you doing you, you might be planting a seed in someone else's mind and create a ripple effect beyond what you can see. The fourth thing is to be humble and to acknowledge that we don't have all the answers. I really always advocate for moderate participation and let go of the ego. You know, don't think that you and you alone are going to save the planet, that you have all the answers. There's, there is this narcissism within the sustainability movement. There's narcissism within activism. That was from Adrienne Grenier in episode one. There's all these things that lead us to make the decisions that we do, the people we hang out with, who our family is. Um, 
our monetary resources, our education levels, um, what's available, right? That was from Alden Wicker. It's not just, well, this is the this is the way sustainable fashion works and this is like, check this box and move forward. It's really complicated, intricate conversation. And I think because of that, we need to constantly be iterating on how we're telling the story and constantly be, be reading and watching and listening and being part of other people's conversations so we can always work on it because I don't have it figured out, that's for sure. But I think the fact is it's never going to be figured out. Like we always just need to be continuously working on it. And that was from Kestrel Jenkins. So I've personally learned that, you know, when I seem rigid in my views or uh, come off as self-righteous, other people might also become more rigid and put up a wall. But when I straight up acknowledge that I don't have all the answers, I'm still learning more, other people soften as well and become more receptive to engaging with me. So I've learned at least that being humble, staying curious and receptive is really helpful and can help others to be also similarly receptive as well. And finally, the fifth thing is to make sustainability fun and entertaining. So I think a lot of the really successful campaigns I've seen recently have been kind of fun. They've had an element of lightheartedness and play. That was from Emma Lowy. She really loves the Lonely Whale Foundation's work because they do this so well. To see what she was talking about, you can check out Lonely Whale Foundation on Instagram at Lonely Whale. And another brand that I think does this really well is Pilacase. You can find them on Instagram at Pilacase and listen to the founder's interview on Green Dreamer Podcast. And yeah, we know sustainability can be really doom and gloom and complex, which scares most people off. So if we can talk about sustainability in a way that's more entertaining, fun, and pleasant, we'll be able to draw more people who might not otherwise want to learn more about sustainability to join us. So there, those are the five biggest lessons I've learned from our guests in terms of how we can more effectively get people to care and inspire positive change in ourselves and in others. To recap, it's number one, engage and come from a place of service to help people. Number two, stay positive and make people feel good, feel pleasant feelings. Number three, do you and lead by example. Number four, be humble and maintain a curiosity to learn and be receptive so others will be receptive as well. And number five, make sustainability fun and entertaining. Now, I'm sure there are lots of other things we can do and practice, so I look forward to learning more with you from our guests. And I'd love to hear from you as well. What have you found to be effective in getting people to care and in inspiring positive action for ourselves and other people? Feel welcome to message me on Instagram to let me know. You can find me there at Kamea Shane. That's K-A-M-E-A-C-H-A-Y-N-E. And that's a wrap for this Bloom Tuesday. Thank you for all that you do. You keep me going. I just know that you are inspiring people around you all day, every day, just by being you. And I can't wait to keep supporting you with the podcast. Again, make sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter at greendreamer.com to be entered to win our monthly eco giveaway. And finally, just remember, now more than ever, our planet needs your light to thrive. So if you haven't yet, hit subscribe and I will catch you later, Green Dreamer.